Facing the Cover is a monthly podcast for friends and library co-workers, Mary and Jen, review books, study the publishing industry, and try to unlock the secrets behind every cover. Can you judge a book by its cover? Join Mary and Jen on the case to find out. Hello, welcome to another episode of Case in the Cover, the podcast where today I get to explain to Jen who celebrities are. I am Mary, <laughs> and with me as always is my co-host Jen. Hi, Jen. Hello. And yes, I'm not going to deny that you're going to have to explain to me who these celebrities are. I might not know who some of them are. Do you have pictures? I can show you the pictures. Let me screen share with you. Okay. Because like, if I have pictures, then I'm like, oh, I know that one. That's the one that played that person in that thing. So um, today we are going to talk about um celebrity authors, specifically celebrities who have quote unquote written fiction. So we're not so much talking about celebrities who have written like autobiographies, but celebrities who specifically have written fiction. I feel like an autobiography, even if the celebrity didn't write it themselves, they have to be giving enough of their life information to write it. And then someone else, you know, is cleaning it up for them probably. So we're not talking about that. We're more talking about celebrities who have written fiction books and whether or not we think they actually wrote their books yes one of my favorite things is to say hey look there's two authors on this book and neither one of them wrote it right which brings us to the origin of this episode which is that it was recently announced that james patterson is releasing a novel with dolly parton of all people dolly what happened? We love you. You are loved. You you did not have to go to the dark side. This doesn't surprise me because Dolly Parton is the kind of person who throughout her career has kind of branched off into other media. She produces and she's been in film and, you know, she's done, she's done other books, but I'm pretty sure they were all like autobiographical or they're like, you know, they were more nonfiction, I feel, that like her life. I, I feel know. like- Didn't she have something to do with there were some other books recently that I thought that she had something to do with them. The Maybe only not. one I really know about is like, it's like Coat of Many Colors or something. I'm pretty sure it's about her as a child. Yes, that, that is about But her that's child. autobiographical. Yeah. But this is a fiction novel written, quote unquote written, by Dolly Parton and King of the Ghost Riders, James Patterson. The book is called Run, Rose, Run. Oh my gosh. I want to read you this because this is hilarious. Um, so in March, Little Brown plans to publish Run, Rose, Run, a collaboration between Patterson and Parton, say that 10 times fast, Ugh. in print, ebook, and audio editions. The novel about a young singer with a dark secret that inspires her music draws on Parton's experience is in the country music. And then See? it says, hold on, hold on. Parton will simultaneously release an album also titled Run, Rose, Run, featuring 12 new songs inspired by the novel. The songs are based on the characters and situations in the book, Parton said in a news release. The lyrics are threaded throughout the novel. Oh, Dolly. Oh, Dolly. What? What? Who? What happened, Dolly? (laughs) Oh, there's such potential here. And then, and Patterson. Just and Patterson. So the, the the thing for me is right you on the cover of the book. Talk about our covers. It's a Patterson cover. You know, they're back of their head, but they're holding yeah. a guitar so you know that it's also country. <laughs> and, and right on the cover, I mean, James Patterson and Dolly Parton are the same size on the cover. Yes, yes. Which is something you don't see a lot in Patterson. But it says on the cover of the book, also available, album of 12 original Dolly Parton songs made for the novel. 
it's like a marketing ploy for an album who releases a book to promote their album oh okay but okay i before we delve deep into the celebrities and ghostwriting and things like that i i would like to say that i actually do have some like professional insight on this one you know this and maybe some of our other listeners know this i have ghostwritten books for people And I am not saying that it is wrong to have a ghostwriter. In fact, more power to you. I like a paycheck. Um, But also, I I do think that most people who get ghostwriters are people who are not writers. They are people like Dolly Parton, who is more about music and songwriting. And she probably writes really beautiful lyrics. And she does all that. But there is a big difference between writing lyrics and writing a novel. And I will not say that I'm good at lyric writing, but you know, it's like, hey, if Dolly Parton or somebody else who writes songs were to come to me and say, hey, I have a bunch of poems, which is basically what songs are, a bunch of poems that I'd like to expand out into chapters in a novel. I'd like to turn this into a story. And I'd be like, yeah, that sounds like an awesome project. Not saying that I haven't done this sort of project or that I might've done this sort of project or anything like that. But I can totally see like that makes sense. But the big issue is freaking Patterson again. I don't think, I mean, I don't think that's the only issue. I think that it's a Patterson. This book is being sold on two very famous names. But like I said, it's almost like the book is being used to promote the album. Which is fine. I wonder how, it says that the songs are incorporated in the book. I really wonder how. Is it like this, the lyrics and the songs reference moments in the in the book? Or is it going to be like when you're reading like old bad fan fiction where like you just scroll through half the story and there's a block of text of some emo song in the middle of it where like you know the, the character's like oh I'm writing this song and it's just a chunk of Dolly Parton song text and then you know in parentheses at the bottom of the page it's like hey by the way buy the song on iTunes <laughs> buy the album <laughs> oh my gosh I really hope because like they, there is a beautiful way of doing this like you can weave a story I mean obviously Dolly Parton's music is storytelling yeah. it's, it's so like to me it wouldn't shock me if she actually did have a hand in this one I'm sure, well I'm sure she has a hand I just I mean everyone's gonna have a hand in these well okay but there have been some people who have been on the cover of a Patterson novel that I'm like look two people two authors neither one of them wrote it. like Bill Clinton like Bill Clinton are you going to talk about him? Because like, well, I don't know. The list I pulled up is 40 celebrities. Let's flip, let's flip to that. Um, 40 celebrities who wrote fiction books. Um, we're probably going to skip some. I'm going to skip anybody who is a reality TV star because I don't watch enough reality TV to know who any of them are unless they are a drag queen. So we're going to skip any reality stars. Okay, but wait, this one already says that they admitted to using a ghostwriter. Who? It, this one. Is it a, a few have admitted to using a ghostwriter? What is this? This is the intro. This is the intro oh. to it. And we're okay. not there yet. Um, right. So let's go through some of this list. We probably it's 40 different celebrities. I don't know that we'll make it through all 40. I, I don't want to be here all night. But let's hit on some of the better ones. Um, so what we want to start with number one is Hillary Duff. Also known as one that I actually know. <laughs> yeah. And then I also have to spend time explaining to Jen who the people are that she doesn't know. 
Um, so Hilary Duff, it says she wrote a book, a young adult novel in 2010 called Elixir. The book centers around Clea Raymond, a talented photojournalist whose life starts to unravel after her father's disappearance and the appearance of a mysterious stranger, Sage, who might be the only one who can help her. Um, uh, there's three books in the series, Devoted and True are the other two books. Maybe I could see it. YA, Hilary Duff. Sure. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm gonna give this one. She probably she probably wrote it. She probably had a book coach, which is a totally different thing. So you can go straight. You can basically say, "Hey, here's my story idea. Here's some notes. Go to town. I'm gonna put my name on it. You get a paycheck." Right. Or a book coach is somebody who literally sits with you and takes apart every single thing and makes you kind of do homework. And I've done that too for people. So like, I could believe that Hillary Duff had a book coach because I feel like she also has probably had acting coaches and singing coaches. And she's probably, that is how she lives her life is I want to do a thing. I need an expert to help me, but I'm still going to do the work. I also feel like anybody on this list, not maybe not, but I feel like if you are a celebrity who is trying to quick cash grab a novel, you're not going to go through the trouble of writing a whole series, especially like YA, like a YA fantasy adventure series. You don't do that as a quick cash grab, right? No, she's, I mean, that's work. A series is work. I feel like, let me make this prediction now. I feel like most of the ones that we're going to think are BS are the ones who write like inspirational stories about like, like, you know, your, your beach reads or your Hallmark movies. I, I, I'd be less inclined to believe that you actually wrote that, especially if you just wrote the one, right? Well, I don't know. It depends too, because like sometimes people just have a book inside them and they need to get it out. And then, yeah, they're a one-off, but I would believe, so here's my bet. I don't know if it's, if there's any way to prove any of this, but I will go yeah, ahead and this go This is all record. alleged. We can't make, a, like, we're just making assumptions. We don't know who actually did her to not write these books. Yeah, but having worked with people who have never written a book before and, like, need help with it, I, I don't know. I, I will make my predictions based on my professional opinion. <laughs> predictions that we can never prove because I'm not doing that prove. research. Right. If you want to prove me wrong, I would, I'm open to that. Prove me wrong. I'm doing this completely out of fun and you know, whatever. I also wonder, okay. some of these might tell us if they had a ghostwriter. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Um, number two is Lauren Graham. Jen, do you know who Lauren Graham is? She looks super familiar. What was she in? Um, She was the mom on Gilmore Girls. And apparently she's also a terrible person. Like, oh, do not like working with her. Um, she's her big thing is Gilmore Girls. She's done some other shows. She was on Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. I think she was on another um, like family drama show a few years back. She's done some theater. She's done some movies. But she after Gilmore Girls, I feel like her career never got much bigger. Um, also, she's done like she can kind of sing. She's done some theater. She's done like she's like guys and dolls on Broadway. She seems like the kind of person who likes to try to stick her feet in a lot of different things, which makes me less inclined to believe that she wrote her book, but let's well, see. Well, let's see what it's about. Yeah. Um, before uh, she penned two nonfiction books, so she's also written nonfiction, which I'm sure were about herself. Um, Graham released Someday, Someday, Maybe, a novel about an aspiring actress who is trying to make it in New York City. Um, she was quick to point out in an interview with USA Today at the time, the story is autobiographical in only the most general way. Uh, she says she wrote it on her days off from shooting Parenthood, which was the other television show she was in, and that she planned on writing a second book with some of the same characters, um, but she has not written any more of it since 2013. Okay, then I believe 
believe that she did it. You think so? I, I'm going to say that she probably did it. And okay, this one's really going to blow you away. I'm going to say she probably just had really good editors. I don't even think she had a book coach. I think that this was something that she had to get off her chest and having lived, like she says, only in the most general way. But when you are living that lifestyle or living in a certain genre, let's say in your life, I would say you are drawn to writing about it in some weird way. It's that release of like, like you and I should someday write a library like book thing series because we live it. It's funny and there's weird stuff that happens. So yeah, okay, I'm going to give this one. She wrote it and just had some good editors. So, so far we're believing all the celebrities. Um, Number three, Britney and Lynn Spears. Lynn Spears is Britney Spears' mother. They did not oh, write this. There's no. no freaking way. No. This was when she was, was this when she was 19, this says? Um, by February 20, 2001, when she was 19, Britney Spears had already released two platinum albums, headlined international tours, and been nominated for a Grammy. Might as well also add published novels to the list. A Mother's Gift, the second book co-written by Britney and her mom, Lynn, tells a slightly familiar story. A girl from a small town in Mississippi who dreams of being a super singer, superstar singer and relies on the support of her mother when she's accepted into a prestigious school of, the, of music. Oh, here we go. This is all going to proceeds going to Britney Spears Foundation and her camp. Yep, this was totally ghostwritten. Mom and Britney called this ghostwriter and left extensive voicemail messages or big long emails with no punctuation and a ghostwriter did this. I'm going to agree with all but one part of your statement. Britney Spears had nothing to do with this. Britney Spears' mom wrote that email and put her name, especially like knowing what we know now about how shitty Britney Spears' life has been. I don't believe for a minute that she had anything to do with this past. Her mom going, hey, Britney, I'm going to publish a book and you're going to write it with me, right? Wink, wink. And her going, Okay, this is even funnier. I'd pay them to take this book off my desk, wrote a reviewer. (laughs) Yeah, this sounds like a mom vanity project and she used her daughter's fame to sell it. That's yes. what it sounds like, right? So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, if she had a ghostwriter, they probably weren't a very good one. And then I feel really bad for this ghostwriter because this ghostwriter probably thought this was going to skyrocket their career and give them some good paychecks. But then it was never sent to an editor. Something to pay attention to. If you hire a ghostwriter, you still need to hire an editor. They're not the same thing. What do you want to bet they didn't have a ghostwriter? Mom probably just wrote this book herself. Oh my God, then they didn't have a ghostwriter or an editor, but I'm going to guess that they had a ghostwriter. But mom left crazy messages to this ghostwriter and the ghostwriter said, oh my God, I'm just going to type the crap out of this and get it done. And then that's, and and just give it to an editor, but she never gave it to an editor. I Yeah, I don't, I don't, probably. I think you're right. I don't believe for a minute that Bernice Grace had anything to do with that. That was her mom's vanity project, 100%. Um, Number four is Chris Colfer. Do you know who Chris Colfer is? I feel like I should know his books land of stories i know his book yeah chris colfer was kurt on glee he's pretty much one of everybody's favorite characters on glee i 100 percent buy he has written like a huge huge fantasy series and i buy this a because chris colfer is a huge nerd I know it's because I used to watch a lot of Glee behind the scenes content as a teenager. And he's also written screenplays. Like he wrote and starred in his own screenplay right after Glee or at the, towards the end of Glee. Like he's he's got 
a track record of writing. So I so buy this. I have flipped through this Land of Stories series too, because obviously it's it's in our library. I've it's, looked at it's it. It's middle grade. It's for kids. Yeah, it's for yeah. kids. And so you can flip through it pretty quick. Also, like, yes, screenwriter, I, I now I understand where these storylines come from. They are perfect screenwritten storylines. They're formulaic, they're repetitive, but they're beautiful because they are great for kids. They give a uh, familiarity and they're comfortable to read. And yet they're big books. They're pretty they big are. for like a kid book. So what it is, is like, they're a great crossover for kids who are like, I'm really, you really should be reading longer books, kid, but I know you need a comfort zone. So they're good, like comfort reads for kids who need to be reading big, big kid books. Or well, it's, it says, books. it says right here, they're turning it they're, and the works are turning it into a series, which I totally buy. Yeah. And I bet you he has the scripts already written. That's probably how he wrote the books. Now I will say it's a strong possibility too that he, as a screenwriter or scriptwriter, that he wrote the script and the, the screenplay and all of that, but then handed it off to somebody else to bulk it into a book, which is a possibility. Maybe, maybe. Oh, I don't know. I would buy it that he has a big hand in it. Here's say. the other thing about Chris Colfer that is not true of a lot of these is like, I mean, Hilary Duff has still worked in, in various television and, and projects. Lauren Graham, like I said, is always busy doing something. Chris Colfer, basically when Glee was over, stopped being in being an actor. So this has been his career for the past like six, seven, eight years. He stopped acting and this is what he does now. So okay. I also buy that this is his full-time job and this is him. Yes, I would say that if, I would be shocked also if he has a ghostwriter or whatever, but- I definitely think he is not a pantser as far as writers are concerned. No. Plotter versus pantser. He is a plotter. I guarantee you. I know Chris Colfer. He's got a wiki of his characters that he's had since he was 12. <laughs> hey, this is seven. Since he yeah. was seven. Since he was seven I'm, years old. Yep. I'm not going to lie. He might be my spirit animal. <laughs> Chris Colfer is like Brandon Sanderson Jr. He has just been doing this since he was a kid and happened to get on a TV show. Yes. I will give it that. Okay. So yeah, he probably wrote these. That's cool. Um, I don't know much about Monique um, as an actress. Maybe we should skip her because I don't feel like I can make a fair judgment. I don't um, know who that is at all. Uh, uh, same with Isla Fisher. I mean, maybe, maybe she's, she? Isla Fisher, she's, um, she's an actress, but she's kind of like discount Amy Adams. I don't know who Amy Adams is. <laughs> Amy Adams is an actress. Amy Adams is a really well-regarded, like, dramatic actress. And Isla Fisher kind of looks like her, which is people get them mixed up. But Isla Fisher mostly does dumb, like, dumb comedies. Mm. Um, and, like, rom-coms and things like that. Like, I don't think she's really... She's kind of a... not. I wouldn't say like a B actress, but she just doesn't do, do the same kind of, like, stuff that a lot of other actors do. She's not a TV actress. She's a movie actress. I'm also pretty sure she's married to Borat, or she was at some point. Um, yeah, she was married to Sasha Baron Cohen. I have no idea. You are talking so many things right now that I hope you don't know what Borat know. is, Jen. I don't know what Borat is. Well, anyway, apparently she wrote a kid series, and I don't think I care that much. <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe way. she's got. I think they've got kids. You know, people when they have celebrities when they have kids, quote unquote, write children's books for their kids. I would guess that it is co-written or it is ghost-written. I don't know. She's saying that it's like she three books about the adventures of Marge and her charges, Jakey and Jemima Button for the U.S. series. Let's see. I don't know. 
she says if her real editor who is brilliant asked me to cut something but tiny people i have read it to have laughed in that moment then i won't trim it so i don't know maybe oh uh, let's see who else is on this list lauren conrad pretty sure she's yeah she's a reality star we're skipping her <laughs> i'm getting picky now there's too many oh tyra banks didn't write her books <laughs> you really so so i have very little respect for tyra banks okay why you know who tyra banks is right jen i do know who tyra banks is and i don't know why we don't respect her because she has a track record that's why we don't respect her oh. if you've ever seen an episode of america's next top model have you in your life no they're I've just known. they're just really awful and mean to those girls and like now that like you know the culture is more conscious of like body shaming and stuff like that if you go back and watch a lot of these episodes she's just mean and she yells at them and she's really full of herself and like <laughs> i was watching like commentaries okay now we're going on a top model tangent i was watching these commentaries of a real photographer does of old top model episodes and there's like an episode where they wanted to put all the actresses like in black face and yellow face and brown face and they couldn't they like the the tea now is that they could not get a photographer to come shoot it so tyra came and shot it because she's an entrepreneur and a photographer and a model and an author and a talk show host and like during when she had her talk show she did an episode where she pretended to be homeless for a day to see how bad being homeless was and then she did an episode for a day for a day and then she didn't episode where she wore a fat suit to see if people treat her back because she was fat also tyra banks started an mlm so i have no respect for tyra banks <laughs> all right i did not know all this stuff i knew tyra banks the only thing that i've ever seen tyra banks act in there was a movie it was like a made for kids movie about how she becomes like a living barbie doll yeah i know which movie you're talking about they made a sequel to that too and i watched like because i used to love that movie when i was a kid and Lindsay lohan and i cannot remember the name of this movie she's yeah she's a barbie that comes to life but she's not a barbie is it life-size La maybe life-size i think that's right i think you're something like correct. that I, i'm like because i remember it was like my size barbie and then like there was this life-size barbie movie and yeah i, I think remember. that is what it's called i used to love that movie as a kid and I, they made a sequel for like amazon like two years ago and it was so bad i couldn't i couldn't make it through it just so you know i've never actually watched the movie i just know like of the movie if that makes sense well it was very um, like it came out when i was a kid and when Lindsay lohan was like in the peak of her career as like a child actress so, like <laughs> i grew up with that movie it was it was you know right after watching parent trap and all those other Lindsay lohan movies of that era um so this says let's see tyrus banks smized you know what smizing is jen i'm going to assume from context that she like wiggled her way in smizing is smiling with your eyes oh my god smizing i'm thinking this is something else tyra banks smized her way onto the new york times bestsellers list in 2011 with her young adult novel model land but you know tyra never does anything halfway her sci-fi book takes place on an alternate earth according to publishers weekly where amateur models compete to attend model land an elite school where students are trained to be in what be an intoxabella aka a supermodel what yeah okay well these were her ideas anyway the new dancing with the stars host described the story as harry potter hunger games and willy wonka and the chocolate factory meets america's next top model literally you could say those words to a ghost writer yes and they would know what they were doing and babble on incessantly into your phone and the ghost writer will be going i'm getting a paycheck 
I'm yeah. getting a paycheck. Yeah, there's, there's, paycheck. there's no way she wrote this. I don't believe for a minute that she wrote this. No, but she definitely found every hashtag buzzword she could to make this a big seller. Well, and Tyra Banks is also one of those people who she kind of dips her feet in every kind of like industry she can when it comes to entertainment i'm not gonna knock people who do that no but (laughs) because of like her personality it makes me feel like she would pay somebody to write a book for her just so she could say that that was also something that she did yeah i had a talk show i had a reality show i had a movie i had a a makeup line in mlm that screwed people over because mlms are awful and also i wrote a book you know like i don't think she wrote her book no, she didn't let's, write that one. Let's move on from Tyra Banks. Um, Tia and Tamara Maori, maybe? I don't know them. They um, were on Sister Sister. They did the Twitches movies for Disney Channel. They're like former child stars. I think, um, I don't know a ton about them. I don't, because now um, I don't remember which one. I'm sorry, I get twins mixed up. Um, one of them is on The Talk, which is one of those, I think it's The Talk. One of those The View spinoffs that, not The View, but it's The View. It's it's daytime gossip television, which I don't watch even though I love drama. I've never understood the purpose of shows like that. It literally is just listening to women. Yeah, it's just listening to women talk about drama. So they wrote a series called Twin Tuition. I don't know. You know what? I can totally believe, I feel like I believe them the same way I believe Hilary Duff. Yeah. They didn't write something out of their realm. They wrote something that is, you know, tangible to them. They are twins. It's a fun series. It's a kid series. So it's pretty easy to to pen something like this. And also there's two of them working together on this project. It's also a four book series. Yeah. They can toss it back and forth to each other. And, you know, this is to me because they 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 also seem very happy sitting together i feel like <laughs> this is like the, the sibling project like you know hey let's instead of watching a movie let's kick back and like shoot the shit about our our book series and and laugh and have a couple of glasses of wine while we do that like i can get that and also they probably had a book coach one or both of them had a book coach who took them to the next level on it and said, Hey, this is really what you guys want to do. But yeah, I, I give them a yes. They wrote this. Okay. I I, I agree with you. I buy that. Um, let's see who's next. <laughs> Courtney <laughs> Kim and Chloe Kardashian. Can we just skip to a big old no on this? No, they didn't do it. Um, <laughs> let me see. It was a fan contest that led to the name of Courtney Kim and Khloe Kardashian's novel, Dollhouse. Um, won a cameo in the book as part of the prize. It's unclear how many people other than Kardashian fans kept up with the novel. Seti, semi-autobiographical follows three sisters who are working hard to help their family's struggling restaurant survive. That not That's not the part that's autobiographical, is it? No, no. Yeah, no. They. It's based on our life, but we've added a lot of crazy fictional twists and turns. Yeah, there's no way we're just gonna no. we're gonna move on there's no way um, chris harrison i don't really know who that is um i don't know who shay mitchell is either we're gonna skip wait does that say pretty little liars did she write pretty little liars no i think she was in pretty little liars oh okay i didn't ever watch that show um more kardashians they didn't write theirs either these are the the, the jenners kendall and kylie why are there so many of them what is happening because again the kardashians are the kind of people who will stick their foot in anything they think will make them money. They make makeup lines and clothing lines and and books and music videos and and TV roles and like they'll, they'll do anything. They'll literally do anything for money. I don't think they really I would do. love to pick like 
like you pick one and I pick one from these completely off the wall. No, no. And, and we need to read them. I'm not we- reading a Kardashian book. Hell no. <laughs> um, or maybe one of the other ones. Maybe one of the kids series or something. I don't know. Who is this person? This is Kristen Ritter. So um, I don't really know. She did some like movies and TV in like the early 2000s. I think she was on Veronica Mars, if I remember correctly she was in don't trust the bee in apartment 23 which was apparently a modern adaptation of taming of the shrew i don't quote me on that but i heard that somewhere recently um she most recently was on jessica jones a superhero marvel tv show um let's see while looking for a next film project in between shooting as a part of marvel actress Kristen ritter as part of marvel comma actress Kristen ritter got fed up with the types of roles she was being offered she wasn't into playing a stripper or the wife of a much older husband she told new york times in 2017 as neither as neither were what she wanted to put into the world instead Kristen Kristen used her time off to write her own novel with a flawed female main character who looks at the world through her noir tinted glasses that you could definitely see the Jessica Jones star playing in a future screen adaptation um bonfire focused on the story of Abby Williams an environmental lawyer who finds herself back in the small town where she grew up and dealing with the people scandals and unsolved mysteries that she thought she had left behind I buy it I yeah well okay yes and no I don't know her that well yeah but she seems I don't know there's an energy to this that's like hey I really want a part I really want to play this part maybe and so I'm gonna write this and hopefully somebody in Hollywood will pick it up and give me the main lead part to it I don't know I don't know I think she had a lot of help maybe I don't don't know if full-on ghostwriter but I think she had a lot of help I I wonder too like because I know from what I know about music you often get songwriters who then kind of go okay well I wrote a song I'm gonna send it to Rihanna or I'm gonna send it to Britney Spears or I'm gonna send it to this this singer and that singer and we'll see who wants it and wants to record it I I wonder do you also you should maybe know this do you get ghostwriters that go hey I'm I've got an idea for this story it will work really well as a vehicle for such and such Kardashian. I don't know ghostwriters that go that route, but it's possible. I'm not saying it, it isn't a thing that can happen. Was there some girl who was watching lots and lots of Next Top Model while reading The Hunger Games and then wrote a fan fiction that they sent to Tyra Banks and what, you want to put your name on this? Oh, that's not a ghostwriter. That's a desperate fan. And also that has big stalker vibes. I'm just going to say. Like if I were any of these famous people and one of my fan fiction writers sent me a thing and said, hey, I think we should turn this into a book. I'd be like, stalker. Okay, maybe not a fan, but like my point is like, are maybe there's pub, you know, publishers or writers or whatever that get these ideas and then shop them to celebrities. Is that a thing? I think that, yes. I, I'm kind of thinking more, it's like their agent goes looking for- um, Vehicles that they can use. I don't believe that's the case with Kristen Ritter. Th- no, because this but- sounds like she had an idea, whether she actually wrote it or not. This is 100% her idea. Yeah, but I don't I don't know. But if someone told me that Tyra Banks got assigned a book by a publishing house or by her manager, I would not be surprised. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. Oh my gosh, Sharon. Sharon Osborne. She got canceled. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, she, I think she did a racist thing. Um, I don't know because I don't follow Sharon Osborne because I couldn't care less. <laughs> After two autobiographies, one of which became the best-selling autobiography by a woman since the category started, um, 
Sharon Osbourne turned her attention to fiction. Instead of the expected downfall of a romantic relationship, Revenge tells the story of the competitive dynamic between two sisters who fight over men and fame and have a lot of sex along the way. Okay, I don't, mm, I think maybe if she wrote this, she was probably like, I don't know. The plot just sounds so generic. And trash. Did someone go, did someone go, Sharon, sh- trash is your aesthetic. You want to put your name on this book? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of don't buy this, Sharon Osbourne. Wrote yeah. BJ B. Novak wrote the children's book, The Book With No Pictures. I love that book. Collection of short stories called One More Thing. BJ Novak, you don't know who he is, do you? I don't, but I love that book. He is one <laughs> of the writers, Um, I think he produced, wrote, and was in um, The Office, The American Office. And he was, he wrote, he was one of the writers. I I buy that he also wrote a kid's book. He wrote for the show. Um, that's I think he kind of wrote himself into the show because in the first season of the show, there's an intern that he plays. And he was also one of the writers at the time. The Office is a weird thing because now we're going on an Office tangent. Um, the Office is an American adaptation of a British show, but like a bunch of the actors on the show, I think were cast as like extras. They all, a lot of them have their own names. So like Phyllis, the actress's name is actually Phyllis, I believe. Oscar's actual name is Oscar. Like a lot of the characters just use their own names because they didn't have character names. It's weird. Um, but BJ Novak basically wrote a role for himself in that show, I believe. Um, he played Ryan the intern. Um, uh, but yeah, I buy I, that he wrote. I that totally book. believe that he wrote that book. Also, I love that book. Uh, Carrie Fisher definitely. She wrote a ton of stuff. Did she? Oh yeah, she well because after her Star Wars days, you know who Carrie Fisher is, right, Jeff? Yes, I know who Carrie Fisher is. I know who Princess Leia is. So after Star Wars and George Lucas basically ruined her life, um, she had a lot of mental health issues, but she did a lot of like stand up, not stand up, but she did like one woman shows. She wrote a lot of not like books about her life that were, she won a bunch of awards for because they were incredibly funny. So I totally buy that she also wrote fiction. Again, she kind of turned that into career after Star Wars ruined her acting career. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that, but yeah. Um, yeah. Was it, one of them's called, I think, like Wishful Drinking or something. It's the one with, with Princess Leia's head on the table with the bottle of booze. Oh, yeah. With a martini. Yeah, yeah, she she wrote that. Oh, yeah, like an autobiography of her life. Uh, she wrote. Let's see. She wrote. Uh, Carrie Fisher wrote seven books throughout her career. Her first in 1987, "Postcards from the Edge," is the story of a young actress who is struggling to rebuild her life while battling a drug addiction. So semi autobiographical. Yeah, but still able to find the humor in everything. They adapted "Postcards" into a film starring Meryl Streep and Shirley MacLaine. Uh, she went on to write three more novels and three autobi- autobiographies about her own struggles with drug addiction, fame, and of course, Star Wars. So you yeah, know, her, her daughter is like in is started acting and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Well, she so. was in the last Star Wars, the last couple. Yeah, she was a, a more minor character in the last couple. She's also in American Horror Story as a major character. Oh, look, another one. Naomi Campbell. I, Again, I don't know enough about Naomi Campbell. I don't. I, okay, we'll skip that one then. We'll cut that <laughs> Let's read this. This sounds fun. Hold on. With oh, the release no. of Naomi Campbell's first and only novel, Swan, the buzz came with rumors that the su- international supermodel maybe wasn't the only person who had penned the story of the world's most successful supermodel who was looking to appoint her successors before she retires. It quickly emerged that most of Swan was written by Naomi's editor, Carolyn Upjur, which led to the making of Cut Star's agent to state that while Caroline may have been the writer, Naomi was the author. There you go. That, that answers the question for us. I do not like the quotation writer and quotation author. That makes me really uncomfortable. Like, just say that you had a ghostwriter. 
just admit it like that's weird well that's her that's her manager saying that so or her agents they have to say stuff like that uh steve martin oh he totally wrote his stuff let's see what's his book about um shop girl released in 2000 tells the story of a woman who works at the glove counter at a department store and her search for companionship didn't this get turned into a film maybe i feel like uh, shop girl got turned into a film yeah it says that here hold on um told time that when he first started working on the story he thought of it would be a 10 pages and then the pages began accumulating on the word processor in 2005 the comedy legend adapted the 130 page novella into a film starring jason swartman himself and claire danes I like yeah claire danes. i believe he wrote that i want to watch that i will find that movie he is a writer like yeah. he writes his jokes he writes and like i see i know some actors um he i i have heard that he also will like rewrite pages in scripts that of films that he had worked on so like he's like no no this is better like yeah <laughs> which well, is kind of a douchey thing to do but also like that tells me that he probably wrote this i would also buy that literally anybody who comes out of snl could write their own stuff because most of them are writers also they're all pitching bits they're all doing comedy writing yeah pretty much everybody on snl is also writing in some capacity so anybody coming out of snl i would buy is writing their own stuff well and especially if he thought it was only going to be like a 10 page thing and then all of a sudden it's like yeah you you have a novel and he probably did hand it off to somebody and go hey what do you think and they went um more and he's like oh shit <laughs> and had to write more here's a fun one this is number 20 we're 20 and maybe we'll make it maybe nah, we'll see um julie andrews julie andrews it says under uh julie andrews under her married name julie andrews edwards has been writing books for kids and young adults since the 70s all right well maybe alongside her daughter emma walton hamilton the oscar winner runs the julie andrews collection a selection of books by Julie and other authors that nurture the imagination and celebration and celebrate a sense of wonder. Um, she's written over a dozen books, including the very fairy princess series. I'd buy it. I'd buy I it. do. She's, right. a, she's an old grandma who does voiceover work and nothing else these days. Yeah, she probably, I could see this. I, you know, what's really sad is like the actors that are doing youth series or kids book series it's more believable and i think it's because that's the kind of thing that you can decompress on yeah like if your mind is constantly working on things and constantly bubbling on stress and all this stuff the idea of i'm just gonna kick back and write a silly story about these little characters feels very genuine for the creative mind and as we said at the beginning too i'm more inclined to believe that somebody who took the time to write or co-write even a 12 book children's series or teen series or a four book series is more committed to it than the actor who put out one book about being an actress in hollywood yeah like yeah. or about something that's literally their career, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'd, I'd buy it. I'd buy Julianne just writes her own book. She's she's a she's a grandma. She's got time. Um, <laughs> Molly Ringwald. We're gonna skip. I don't care about Molly Ringwald. <laughs> but I know who Molly Ringwald is. You want to go back to Molly Ringwald? <laughs> I will just say that I know who she is. Hugh Laurie. Uh, Hugh Laurie is funny. Um, let's see. What does it say? Why do I know his face? You don't know who Hugh Laurie Jen. Uh, shame. For shame. Half of Fry and Laurie. He was house on house. It's, it's, he's, it's Hugh Laurie. So Fry and Laurie was a British comedy duo in like the 60s. And house. I know who Stephen Fry is. But you don't know who Hugh Laurie is? Oh. What, what kind of a world are we living in, Jen? Um, <laughs> and, and house is medical Sherlock Holmes. The drug addict who 
really good at knowing what illness you have. And also it's not lupus. Um, <laughs> it's never lupus. They always see if it's lupus first and it's never lupus, except for that one episode where it was lupus. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, he wrote a book, a satirical novel called The Gun Seller in 96. I, again, I'd buy it. I'm pretty sure that he wrote a lot of what was on Fry and Lori. I think they wrote that stuff together. I don't know. I feel like he probably took a lot of the stuff that he wrote and then like handed it off to somebody and said, here, turn this into a book. Maybe. Take my drivel and turn it into a book. Well, it's they say it's it's like a spy version of Douglas Adams. So, I mean, I'd buy that it's him. Maybe not, but I buy that it's him. Um, I think we're losing steam here. Ethan, Ethan Hawke. Hawk. I know who Ethan Hawke is. You care about Ethan Hawke? I, I used to really care about Ethan Hawke. <laughs> Three novels and one graphic novel. Um, yes or no, Jen? Quick fire. I we can we can move on, but I I absolutely used to be in love with Ethan Hawke. Well, as your dearest <laughs> love, do you believe that he wrote three novels and a graphic novel? Yes, because of course he can. You're biased, but okay. <laughs> I Mad- have a type. I'm sorry. Madonna. No, Madonna did not write those. Madonna did not write those. Oh my god, yeah, I don't. What does it say she wrote? Uh 30 books, 11 coffee table books. That doesn't count. Those are like all pictures. Um 12 chapter books and seven picture books for kids. Can you hear the dog barking in the back of my in the background? I can hear the dog barking. Son of a bitch. Hold on. <laughs> this is a mess of a podcast today. I'm gonna cut <laughs> all of it out. Um, she wrote the English Rose series. Was that when she thought she was British? Oh my gosh. Oh, this woman. Uh yeah, I don't believe that she wrote these. Maybe I'm just biased, oh, but I don't when she was in Kabbalah too. Remember when she was all into like Kabbalah? <laughs> Madonna's just such a phony person. I don't believe oh. it. And she's got so many faces. Anyway. 50 cent. 50 cent. Oh my God. We're just going to skip that and say no. Um, I can be so wrong, but I'm just going to say no. Maybe. Oh, wait, he I has his own publishing imprint. Yeah. So maybe. What the heck? What does it say? Focuses on Butterball, a student who is bullying others because he lacks the tools to deal with his emotions. Maybe. Maybe it was a, I need to get my feelings out in a book. I think, I think this was a, um, his therapist told him to get his feelings out in a book. <laughs> Um, Tom Hanks. I kind of don't believe that Tom Hanks wrote a book either. Really? Yeah. But it's Tom Hanks. Oh, doesn't mean he can write a book. Just because Tom, he can't play Walt Disney and he can't write a book. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, we're not even giving us a chance now. We're just like, nope, 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 nope. nope. Um, he said he worked on screen screenplays. The neighbors are probably doing something in their yard, so he's barking. Um. Uh. Because he worked on screenplays. He did a rewrite with, what do you write this with? Nora and fellow screenwriter Della Efron. Nora's sister. Who's Nora? Screenwriter mm. Nora Screenwriter. Efron. Oh, okay. So he wrote it with other people. They they couldn't sell it without his name on it. He did a rewrite with them. And the, when the film was released, Nora told him, you wrote that. He wrote a collection of short stories. Okay, that's not, whatever. That whatever. We're skipping that. Not that short stories aren't relevant, but it's not what we're looking for. Um, Julianne Moore. Eh, no, let's skip Julianne Moore too. <laughs> Wait, did she write the freckle face thing? Um, let's see. Um, Julianne Moore was little. One of the names she was often called by other kids was freckle face strawberry due to her red hair and her and her face covered in freckles. The joke ended up being one of those school age playmates. The Academy Award winner turned the nickname into the title of a character's best selling children's series. What? She wrote that? I guess so. Okay, okay. sure. Yeah, I buy I it. I believe that. Oh my gosh. Have you seen that book series? I have not. It's a kid series. Yeah. It's like really, they're like really skinny. There's like maybe a hundred words in the whole books. 
but they're adorable and I would believe that they are hers and you are skipping past them before I can read them now so yeah I don't, I don't know I don't think I care about Nicole Richie again no. reality stars we're skipping the reality stars Pete wins I kind of don't believe that he wrote a book either I don't know who he is okay follow up <laughs> uh, he's from follow up boy um I don't know who that is <laughs> He's from Fall Out Boy. Um, semi-autobiographical novel. Again, the semi-autobiographical one that's like, I, when I was a kid, this thing was hard. Can someone write me a book about that? Like, yeah, I don't buy semi-autobiographical novels. It's about a, a man who also happens to be a rock star and also has some issues with drugs, women, and fame that he needs to work out. Yeah, no. Uh lame okay moving moving are we we're, on okay, we, we're at 32 we can get to the end of the list bella thorne she was a disney channel star who now is into makeup or something it says she's got a fantasy trilogy oh well maybe maybe what's the name of the trilogy uh anything but traditional for autumn falls the tighter character oh autumn falls i don't know what that is maybe i don't I feel like I've seen these books go by like recently. I don't know. Anyway, moving on. Jimmy Fallon. I don't think Jimmy Fallon wrote that book either. He wrote a picture book. I don't. Oh yeah. No, he totally got somebody to write that picture book for him and then put his name on it. Oh wait, except that now you are backtracking because he is an SNL person. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Um, what's his name? Also wrote a book. Uh, the other, the other late night host. Um, Jimmy Kimmel, I think, also wrote a kids book. Yes, there are a lot of Jimmy Kimmel books out there. So maybe they did get together and get drunk one night and write kid books. Yeah, maybe. By the way, people get drunk and write kid books. David Duchovny. Oh my God. You know that he was in a TV series called Californication, which is about a writer who is totally like losing his shit. So do you so, think that he actually wrote these books? I think, I don't know. Either he wrote the books to promote the TV show, but also like is the dude standing behind him his agent or something? Because the, the guy in the TV series that is his agent and looks just like that dude. Jen, do you, do you, did you, are you reading this though? Okay. Um, the subject of David Duchovny's first novel is both exceedingly normal and exceedingly not. The main character of the X-Files of Stars book, Holy Cow, is of course a globe-trotting bovine named Elsie. <laughs> Talk about getting drunk and writing a book. Dude, he totally wrote it. David, who comes from a family of writers and majored in English at Princeton, told Salon that writing a novel is something that he wanted to do for a while, although the discipline associated with writing was hard for him to master. Uh, oh my gosh. See, Californication. See, yup, yup. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think, you, I think he... His mom was probably like, hey, everybody else in the family has written books. Why haven't you written a book? Get get it together. Also, now you're playing a writer. You can't be honest about playing a writer until you've written a book. And he's like, fine, mom, I'm writing a book. <laughs> and he wrote it about a freaking cow. That is 100% believe that he wrote that to be like, mom, yeah. <laughs> I buy it. Um, apparently, Snooki wrote a book called a sure thing. No, she didn't. No, she um, didn't. Sydney Portier. I yeah, I, I think so. I'd buy that. Really? Um, again, like he wrote a book in 2013. Like, what else is he doing with his time? Yeah, I guess that's true. Either that or he's you know what else is like his agent probably said, Hey, do something, write a book. And he said, Okay, I'm hiring somebody to write me a book. <laughs> Just so my name is relevant again. Oh okay, my I'm god, Paul Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> no, Carol Anderson did not write that book. We need to wrap this up because he's getting mad. Um, but we only have like a few more to go. And Pamela Anderson writing a semi-autobiographical based yeah, on her yeah. marriage to Tommy Lee 
is not written by her. Yeah, no. that was her getting drunk and leaving horrible messages on her ghostwriter's um uh, voicemail. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, Tim, Tim, Burton. Tim Burton. Yeah, he wrote those. He writes oh, yeah. movies. Why? I mean, I believe that he'd write a weird short story and make it a book. Also, he's a weirdo. He's a weird dude. Yeah, he's so weird that Helen Bottom Carter left him, so... Yeah, okay, so, like, I like to talk about the fact that there are certain people who, you know, we talk about past lives of people sometimes, and it's like, this dude was Oscar Wilde in a past life. (laughs) Probably. Oscar Wilde did not quit. He just said, I'm coming back for more, and I'm coming back weirder. And (laughs) that's what happened. (laughs) Oh, Wesley Snipes. I totally believe that he did. Yeah, I do too. I believe that. Yeah, because again, what else is he doing? Well, and like, but isn't again, Wesley Snipes co- like kind of an odd duck? So I believe that he'd write some weird novel. Yeah, but again, book coach. Big yeah. time book coach. I went from, I'm taking this very seriously and I'm doing professional too. By the way, yes. <laughs> All right. Let, oh my God. Last one is Jay Leno. <laughs> he wrote a book called If Roast Beef Could Fly. Little Jay, whose hunger threatens his family end of summer. Okay. If Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel wrote there, so did Jay Leno. If not, none yeah. of them did. Like, right. Yeah. If then, this is a total if then statement. Yes. Yeah. And also, I'm willing to bet they all got together, got free and high and wasted, and went, we're writing kid books tonight. <laughs> This is what's happening. And little Jimmy can fly. So that was an hour of us um, showing our biases on what kind of books we think are more more likely to have actually been written by people than other kinds of books. Yes. Shall we disclaimer, disclaimer, this is all just our opinion. We have done no research on this, but it was a lot of fun. Thanks for playing. And- <laughs> And this leads us to the other topic that we wanted to talk about um, in a future episode, probably very near future, maybe right after our CocoCon one, which by the way, will be at CocoCon virtually. Yay! Broadcasting. By at, we'll, we mean sitting in pajamas in my living room and then podcasting broadcasting through their discord. Yeah, it, but- probably, <laughs> it probably also won't be an episode that we like record it's going to be more of like, we're going to play a, a game where you have to guess things about covers with us. Yes. Yeah, so go attend and register for CocoCon. It's all virtual and it's on Discord. And I'm pretty sure it's free to register this time because it is all virtual. So you have no excuse. Come play a game with us. I agree. Hang out. It's on a Sunday that we'll be playing a game. So yes. You can, you can drink because you're at your own house. Yes. And would you like to play a game? Yes. All right. <laughs> I'm a freak. Okay. Um, so yes, the other thing that we wanted to talk about though was the novels and series and things that are written by completely fictitious celebrities like Jessica Fletcher and Richard Castle. I, I, we cannot think of any other, we haven't really thought of any other examples of that except like I brought up Lemmy Snicket, but I don't know if Lemmy Snicket counts because the thing about Jessica Fle- Jessica Fletcher, right? Yeah. And, and Castle is that they are characters in a television show. And there's yes. also a book series published under those characters. Whereas yes. Lemmy Snicket is like a character in the book. I don't know if he counts. We'll talk about it. I don't know. But I love to, uh, that's going to be a future episode, a very near future episode. So maybe we can call it a part two to this episode. And if you, really awesome. if you know of any other examples of that, let us know. Yes. Also, we'll probably talk about children's book series who are written by like Daisy Meadows because they're all about flower fairies and, <laughs> and things like that. 
because they are not real people anymore that write them. They are written by a camp of people under a certain name. I mean, yeah, that's kind of like the Geronimo Stilton. They're all written as Geronimo Stilton books. Yeah. Written by one author. Right. So, yes. And I think we did a pretty good job with this, though, picking this apart on this article. You made it about halfway through before you just kept going, nope, nope, sure, nope, nope, sure. Moving along, moving along. I think you should link to the article, though, so people can read it. Yeah, I will. them out fast. And you can decide for yourself which of these celebrities you think are actually, I mean, like I said, I think some of them we just buy more than others because we, we, we believe the ones who have put effort into writing more than one book that was loosely based on their own life. Yeah. Also, writing a book is is difficult and time consuming and you have to be focused and dedicated to it and if all you're good at sorry some of you celebrities if all you're good at is standing around and looking pretty writing a book is going to be freaking hard for you and you're going to cry the whole time a lot of these celebrities too the ones that we didn't buy especially celebrities like the kardashians or Pamela Anderson or Tyra Banks. Is it, is it bad that we just assume that pretty women can't write books? Um, but they're all people who are good at marketing themselves. Yes. So to me, it almost comes off more like the book was just one more way for them to market themselves versus they wrote a book because they wanted to write a book, which is the main reason why I don't buy that they wrote their own books. Because, yeah, because they're- they wanted- their agent said, hey, this is a great marketing tool. Their entire celebrity is based around coming up with other gimmicks to make themselves be in the zeitgeist, which is the reason why I don't think that these people wrote these books. Right. It, and it doesn't really have anything. And when I say stand around, look pretty, I mean, like they're, they don't have really any talent other than like, hey, look at me. And yeah, they're influencers. I mean, bless them for that. That's great. But like, it's also, oh, and writing is not something you can do in the public eye and a lot of these people are like they they have to be seen doing their thing so like even musicians and stuff they have to be seen in the midst of doing this thing they have to be on stage they have to perform in some way and books is not a performance it's alone in your pajamas writing and nobody gives a shit until it's done and then most of the time they don't even know who you are because your picture is maybe a white little tiny picture in the back of the book you know so yeah it's not a look at me thing it's a I don't know it's a little too cerebral maybe for some people who really want to be seen see and be seen I don't know that's just my take on it also Bill Clinton wasn't on the list but he didn't write his book either no no he and Patterson neither of them wrote that book Patterson said hey hey Bill (laughs) I got I got something for you (laughs) <laughs> Didn't Obama also write a children's book about his dog or something? I don't know. I don't know. But also, oh, there is that weird um, mystery novel, action novel about Obama and Biden shooting criminals or something. They didn't write that, though. That's <laughs> written by somebody else. No, it's written by somebody else, but it's ridiculous. And it's like cracks me up every time it comes across. And I'm like, I kind of want to have this awful collection of these were bad books written by like past presidents. <laughs> these are garbage. Don't read me. I, I now find myself leaning more towards maybe Jimmy Fallon than them wrote those books. I feel like I also give a little more props to celebrities that I, and maybe Isla Fisher too and like Julianne Moore. People who have actual children because I've noticed this about celebrities with movies. You'll notice like a lot of like big action stars when they reach a certain age start doing a lot of children's movies. Yes. 
um, like The Rock has been doing Disney movies the last like three or four years. Mm -hmm. And it's usually when they start to have kids and they want to produce something that their children can have. And so these these celebrities who their previous career was SNL, that's not really something they can, or really deep disturbing dramas or adult rom-coms. Those are not things they can share with their children. So I would buy that once they start having, having children, they also start producing something for their children. If not children's movies, then children's books, picture books, young YA series. So I also lean more towards, I think that they wrote those two just because it's a trend with celebrities that they want to put something out there for their children to be able to enjoy that they've produced. Yeah, I absolutely think that that's, that's the case. Yeah, I'd buy that they at least partially wrote it. Yeah, I know that like when my kid was younger, I wanted to do things that were more geared towards something he could enjoy right or at least or at least be around without being like what the heck you know um but as he got older I yeah I lost a lot of that and I was like okay now I'm gonna do something that's kind of cool for me and now that he is a grown-up I'm like hey guess what weird thing I'm doing now yeah (laughs) he's like oh my god mom (laughs) so so I thought I buy a lot of those too. A lot of, you know, the picture books written by the former comedy writer. Yeah. I'm sure they can do it. You know, they, they've they written in the past and they probably wrote, you know, Jimmy Fallon wrote a book because he's got two kids, you know. Yeah. I, yeah, I buy it. All right. I think that's, we should oh. probably finish this. <laughs> yeah. Now that we've totally tangent out of the realm of things. But anyway, yes. Come see us at CocoCon. This uh, is yes. living that again. Come see how unprepared I am for CocoCon. Also, are you going to have this out before CocoCon? Um, this is going out next week, so yes. Oh, okay, cool. Right before CocoCon. <laughs> right Ready? before CocoCon. Quit saying those words to me. <laughs> You're prepared, Mary, aren't you? No, I'm not. Not. I haven't started <laughs> shit, so. <laughs> oh my gosh. I have nothing, Jen. I have nothing. Well, ready. but in that case, we should wrap this episode so you can get to work. Or go eat dinner. <laughs> go eat dinner, that too. <laughs> All right. Until next time, y'all. Thank you so much for cracking another case with Mary and Jen. To learn more about Casing the Cover, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Casing the Cover. To contact us or suggest a book, email casingthecoverpod at gmail.com. New episodes of Casing the Cover release this fourth Tuesday on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher.